to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. God bless you, my friends. This is Evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our podcast today. We're in Acts chapter 13, and we're near the start of Paul's first missionary trip. Paul, Barnabas, and Mark have just finished preaching Jesus on the island of Cyprus, and now they are sailing north toward the city of Perga in what is today the country of Turkey. I'm going to speak today on just one verse, verse 13 of Acts chapter 13, and I share it with you now. From Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perga in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. Those last words, John left them to return to Jerusalem, are what I want to focus on today. The John that the Bible speaks about here is John Mark, the man who wrote the second gospel, the gospel of Mark. You may remember some things about this man. For instance, you may remember back in Acts 12 that it was at Mark's mother's house that the believers met for their week-long prayer meeting praying for Peter's release from Herod's prison. You may also remember that Mark accompanied Paul and Barnabas on this, their first mission trip. One of Mark's jobs on this trip was probably to baptize new Christians and prepare them for communion in the churches that they planted. But here in verse 13 we read that John left them to return to Jerusalem. So here's the scenario. The first three missionaries leave Cyprus sail north to Perga, and when the ship lands, Paul and Barnabas keep going, but Mark turns back and hightails it back home to Jerusalem. Friends, why would Mark have done such a thing? Why do we do things like that? In Acts 15, Paul looks back on what Mark did here and sees it in a very negative light. Here's what the Bible says. Some time later, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them, but Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. So the question remains, why did Mark turn back? The Bible gives no specific reason, but we can think of some possible reasons that would make some good sense. First, Mark may have been upset about Paul's new leadership of the group. You'll notice that here in verse 13 is the first place the Bible talks about Paul and his companions. Up to this point, it was always Barnabas and Saul. But now the tables have turned, and Paul was the anointed leader of the group. This shift in leadership may have annoyed Mark, Barnabas' cousin, according to Colossians 4.10. He may have been upset that now he was taking orders from someone other than his cousin Barnabas. Also, Pamphylia, where they were heading, was a treacherous region. The coastal area around the city of Perga was notorious for crawling with diseases of all sorts, including malaria, 
brought into this port city by ships sailing from all over the world. It is possible right here that Paul suffered from an illness that he later referred to in Galatians 4.13, where he says, As you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. Now, this illness would have forced Paul further inland from the coast into the province of Galatia. If he had caught malaria or some other dreadful disease in Perga, he would have had been motivated to escape the lowlands around Perga and retreat to the cooler mountain regions to recover. But to get to those mountains of retreat, there was but one road, and it was notorious for thieves. So all of these events add up to a lot of reasons for Mark to reevaluate his reason for being on this trip and away from home. This young man must have been under tremendous stress. On Cyprus, no one cared about their message. In the first city they preached, and in the second, he saw some strong demonic opposition. For these reasons alone, Mark could have been very discouraged. But when sudden change in leadership, disease, and danger met him in Perga, any remaining courage he had fell to pieces. And with his missionary dreams shattered, Mark couldn't handle the hard times ahead, and he turned back for Jer Jerusalem. Now Jesus says that he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the service in the kingdom of God. That is to say, whoever begins some task, job, or ministry in the right, proper, and godly way and quits partway through, for whatever reason, is not ready to be a useful servant of the Lord. Now, that's a strong word. These words must have been burning a hot brand in Mark's memory as he was riding that ship back to Jerusalem. And they should do the same for each of us who need our memories seared today. Have you ever been given a task by the Lord, a job to do in God's kingdom, a ministry that Jesus has called you to do, that you started with great excitement and enthusiasm, but quit when the going got too tough and required some real work, effort, and perseverance? Did you, mom and dad, begin raising your children with fine, godly intentions and direction, and then turn back to the world's advice when the tough times hit? Have you, husbands and wives, started off your marriage intent on having a godly marriage and everything that implies, only to turn your back on those ambitions when the grind of daily living turned up the heat on your relationship? Friends, we all at some point have put our hands to God's plow, like Mark did, only to turn back for what seemed safer and better when we hit rough ground. Then to our disappointment, we realized that we missed out on God's best by settling for something far less than what He wanted for our lives. I encourage you to think about your life today, the distant past, the near past, perhaps things you're involved in right now. Consider those times when you started well and yet ended up turning back instead of persevering when things became difficult. That's really what Mark did in today's Bible verse. And Paul's rebuke concerning Mark in Acts 15, where he talks about Mark deserting them, is a hard word, but a good word that many of us need to hear. Friends, if God is bringing to mind times when you, like Mark, deserted a task too quickly that the Lord had given you to do, then I believe God is calling you 
to do a couple of things today. First, he is simply saying, admit your sin. Confess it. Friends, tell the Lord the truth. Yes, Lord, I'm sorry. I did give up too soon. I didn't persevere long enough. Please forgive me. And then, the Lord wants you to ask him to give you another chance to prove yourself to be a more worthy servant. Because you see, friends, God doesn't want you to remain with your back turned to the plow. He wants you to turn around again, like he did with Mark, and see your life finish with a flourish, working for the kingdom. And that's how Mark's life ended. You can imagine upon his return home that the Holy Spirit must have been working on Mark overtime, trying to convince him to return to where God wanted him. And in time, Mark did return in a big way. In fact, if there was ever a comeback kid in the Bible, it would have to be Mark. Up in the major leagues for a while there, batting with the big boys, Paul and Barnabas, and then bang, a quantum drop down to the minors, far from God, depressed, spoken against by God's man, Paul. Then bang, comeback, a quantum leap forward again. Cousin Barnabas sees his potential again and gives him another chance. At the end of Mark's life, you know, he ends up becoming once again one of Paul's right-hand men, one of Peter's dearest friends, and gaining an enduring presence in human life this side of heaven by being filled with the Holy Spirit so he could be one of the four men most honored to write a gospel about the Lord Jesus. Yes, something great happened between Acts 15, where Paul calls Mark a deserter, and 2 Timothy 4.11, at the close of Paul's life, where he tells Timothy to get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Mark wanted another chance to prove himself useful to the Lord. Barnabas gave him that chance, and God blessed him so that he never turned back again. Friends, the Lord Jesus can do the same thing in your life. You may be discouraged today. You may be depressed thinking about all the great plans and high calling that God had placed on your life and about the way you think that you've let him down because of the choices you've made. You may be down today thinking about the plans you had for some area of your life or some ministry in the church, and how you quit. Yet you wonder, what if I would have just kept going a little longer? Well, let those thoughts die. Take them to Jesus. Confess them, repent of them, and let his blood erase them. Hear me on this. You are too important to let regret run your life. Think where Mark would have been if he had stayed in Jerusalem, stewing over missed opportunities. No new chances. No mission trip with Barnabas. No reconciliation with Paul. No gospel. Just stagnation. God doesn't want that for anyone's life. Neither do I. Ask God for another opportunity to prove yourself. To show God you are his servant. Parents, start doing the right things again in raising your children. The world's ways may seem easier for a time, 
but return to the Lord's ways and persevere so that you will see fruit that will last. Husbands, wives, recommit yourselves to the godly vision that you had for your marriage at the start. Let Jesus sustain you during the tough times and watch him rekindle the fire that has been rapidly burning down to ashes. Keep praying for those unsaved friends and family members, even if it seems that your prayers are doing nothing but driving them further from the Lord. Believe the promises of God's word that if we're faithful, we will reap a harvest in due time. Ask God to give you a vision to start another ministry in your church. You tried it once and it didn't work, but today's a new day. Ask God what he wants you to be a part of for his glory today. You know, there is a time to change lanes and a time to push forward in the same lane. Not every time you turn around is leaving the plow. Sometimes God simply wants you to turn the plow in a different direction. When Mark left Paul and Barnabas, it was a turning back. But when Paul and Barnabas left Cyprus for Perga, it was just turning God's plow around in a different direction. How do you know the difference? Seek God's peace in it. I never thought twice about pre-medical school classes after I dropped them, but I thought many times a day about Nicole after we broke up while we were dating. If God wants you to persevere through tough times and you turn back, he won't let you forget about it. I've heard some preachers call God the hound of heaven because he'll hound you about turning back until you've brought your disobedience to the cross and dealt with it there. My prayer for all of you today is that the book of your life may not be titled Missed Opportunities, but rather Back in the Saddle Again. As always, my friends, I look so forward to our next podcast where we will move further into the book of Acts as the Holy Spirit uses his word to help us walk daily in the power of God. Have a blessed day in Jesus. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.